0: It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined by Patrick Homan with the Wurrenbach. Patrick, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you
1: for inviting me to the interview.
0: So, you have created something truly unique. You have created a watch that is built from a space-borne rocket. And not just any rocket. This has come from the mother of all space rockets. Please, tell our audience what the backstory is and how this all began.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's a big, big, and yeah, big story. Well, I mean,
0: it is exactly what you said. I, I use real space rockets to to create watches. And
1: um, uh, for this, I travel to Kazakhstan uh, to collect uh, the, the debris from the first stages of the rocket, uh, which fall back into the steppe. And uh, then I take this material, I bring it back to Switzerland, and I cut it into pieces to fit it into
0: a watch as a dial. And so- that, that places a real piece of space rocket on your wrist. Yeah, it's truly beautifully crafted, and obviously a lot has gone into this. In terms of, you know, when you're creating these watches, I mean, where where did this idea come from? What's the backstory there?
1: (laughs) That was really a sudden inspiration. I was always fascinated by the Omega Speedmaster, and I didn't want to pay so much money for that watch because it was just too much. And uh, so I was always thinking and dreaming about this watch. And then I was uh, jogging in the forest, and yeah, it was really a sudden inspiration uh, out from nowhere. And um, but uh, this, I could never let go of that idea anymore. And uh, yeah, after some years, I decided to to go to Kazakhstan and to look whether I can find some material.
0: So, how did you know where the rockets were going to land or how how did you get the rights to be able to chop up these these booster capsules, if you will, and turn them into you know <laughs> materials for watches how How did that occur
1: well uh, i mean it, from the idea to the first trip to Kazakhstan was about two years uh, I did a lot of research and um at the beginning I wanted to to use uh, American material, but uh, I didn't succeed with that. I got lost in the administration, and uh, then by chance I discovered uh, a film called Space Tourists, which is a, which was actually made by a, by a, a Zurich filmmaker. And uh, that in that in that film there is a side story uh, talking about um, these these. Uh, Metal dealers that go into the Steppe to collect those, those parts from the rocket. And, uh, I contacted him and, uh, he gave me his contact who brought him to that area. So, uh, yeah. And, uh, then I got into contact with, with this guy. And, with uh, then we traveled together to Kazakhstan. And, uh, yeah, it was quite, quite funny tri- trip.
0: No, it looked like a, a, quite the experience in the crowdfunding video that you guys put together. So Well, but this, this I mean, the film, the, 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 the sequences you see in the, in the film, this was, uh, I think, our fourth or fifth trip
1: to Kazakhstan. So at the very beginning, it was not possible at all to get into that area. Or in the Kickstarter uh, movie, sorry.
0: Interesting. So, how long did you spend preparing for the crowdfunding campaign? I mean, when, when did you know that you wanted to launch this product using Kickstarter as a means to boost your product and do pre-sales for the product itself?
1: Well, at the beginning, I thought it's impossible to, to sell a watch uh, made from a space rocket at Kickstarter because my manufacturing costs were so extremely high. And... Uh,
0: yeah, for me, it's it's a surprise to be able to to sell that I that I could that it could lower the price so at
1: this level uh, where where I can sell watches at kickstarting because at the beginning I I, um, I melted the engine from the rocket um, to to make like really the whole watch uh, as a yeah that the whole watch is made from the rocket and the watches but but the clue was. That we, we don't do this anymore. We just cut the, the material out from the shell of the rocket and, um, and developed a complete different production process. So actually, I mean, I had this one year ago to create a, a, a watch which, which I can sell on Kickstarter, but it took more than half a year to make that, that project uh, realistic or feasible. And after this half year, I took another half a year to prepare the the campaign. So it's actually one year.
0: (laughs) And sometimes the best campaigns like yours take that amount of time. I mean, what were some of the the marketing aspects that you did before the campaign launched to build up such a successful campaign to date? Um,
1: Actually, I didn't do a lot of marketing at the beginning. Uh, this is my biggest learning, what I should have improved. I should have uh, built up my community uh, in the beginning. So I started doing marketing only one week, uh, one month before, before the campaign. Um, uh, with a, with a small, um, pre-launch campaign,
0: uh, I offered, um, a watch as a gift
1: if they, if people would give me their addresses. And then I followed or I, I wrote several emails giving them some stories about our trip. And uh, this was very, very successful. And then I also went to the biggest watch show in the world, to puzzle World, and uh, tried to present my project to the, to, watched journalists but uh, I didn't succeed there so there was very little attention because all the journalists were focused on the big brands and not on small players like I am <laughs> and uh yeah that that
0: was that was the, the pre campaign so what's been the biggest challenge that you've encountered thus far with the campaign itself the biggest challenge mm.
1: Well, I mean, I was a really small team uh, that consisted of only myself. I had two agencies who supported me. Uh, one did did uh, uh, online marketing, like uh, Facebook ads, and the other one did some YouTube advertising. And uh, so the rest of this was all I did everything, like the PR and and, uh, all the customer, um, you know, answering all the emails. And that was a huge workload, and um, that was too much for me. So it's actually the workload that, that was the biggest challenge. And, I mean, the other challenge was PR, where I didn't succeed. I had almost no articles about this project, which really surprised me, because I thought, we have a wonderful story. And uh, I, I really don't know why we didn't succeed.
0: So given that this is your first campaign and you've already pointed out a few things that you probably would have done differently, what advice would you give to someone else that's looking to kickstart their watch or accessory?
1: Uh, looking back, I, I am convinced that this pre-campaign uh, is super important. And the problem is that as a as a creator is that your product is not ready, and uh, y- you don't want to to show unfinished work and um, I mean I could have involved people in that process in in last october and uh, to and together with them, I could have built up that that um that community who would have supported us much more Uh, and maybe we would also have uh, they would also have given us uh, interesting ideas for the product development but I didn't there because I wasn't satisfied with my uh, with the design of the watches or other things so uh, I think this pre-campaign is a huge chance to to create yes uh, an interested audience, which is, which is the base of any success for, for uh, a campaign.
0: Absolutely. So given the uniqueness of the campaign and the product itself, how many watches will you be able to produce um, from one of these space rockets?
1: <laughs> it depends very much which, which model. Uh, model 1 to 3, uh, which is made from the booster, the, the, the there I can do infinite infinite watches because there's so much material, uh, and then model four and five, the the white one and the orange one, there the 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 material is very limited, but uh, these two watches are the watches I I sell best, so. Um, the, the consequence for me is that I have to travel several times a year to Kazakhstan to, to pick up that material and to bring it to Switzerland to to ma- to manufacture those dials. No, it's true. The, the white dial, the white dial is made from the from the rocket fairing, and only half of that fairing can be used as uh, as dials because of of a special surface which is not suitable for a dial. And then the orange part from the rocket, uh, this is like the the, the engine cladding, and uh, so the engine is the heaviest part of those boosters, and this is where
0: the, the, the rockets fall down. So this this uh, material is
1: either burned or crashed, and uh, so there's very little which which can be used for for the dials. So um, that's a uh, a little challenge we have to face, but. I think uh,
0: we can do it. But, uh, I mean, this material is limited, but we
1: don't have any experience uh, about how many watches we can do. So uh, I I made a a secure guess and limited the the,
0: the orderable quantity of watches. Sense of urgency and limited quantity certainly leads to profitable sales for you guys. Uh, And you guys are doing great. You know, over 600,000 in backing, you know, almost 1,000 backers so far. I would say that the the crowd has spoken and they certainly appreciate the diligence you've put into this product thus far.
1: Yes, I guess so.
0: (laughs) Well, this gets us into our launch round, Patrick, where I'm going to rapid fire a few questions at you. You ready to go? Mm -hmm. Yes, okay. So, what inspired you to be an entrepreneur?
1: Probably my father. He was also an entrepreneur. He was in the textile business, and I always looked up on him. And I wanted to to do this, to do his work. And uh, but uh, to work together, father and son, is not always that that uh, simple. So I decided to do my own
0: business. Interesting. So, if you could go to space with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Uh, Elon Musk. Well, all right. So while you're up in space, what would be your first question for Elon? Oh. Uh, let's fly to the moon. <laughs> I have
1: the question. You wanted a question. Why can't we go to the moon?
0: Fair enough. So uh, what business book or life book would you recommend to our audience? Oh, business book. Or what's the most recent book you finished that you would recommend? I don't have time for reading books.
1: <laughs> the last book I read, I have wrote myself.
0: Which was what? About, what was uh, that?
1: I <laughs> I wrote a, a novel about uh, our adventure uh, in Kazakhstan. Uh, actually, the plot is from the from the first idea until to uh, it's from the from the idea until the end of. Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, the plot is from the idea of having the of creating a watch made from space rockets up to the first beat of a second, and um, unfortunately, it's only in English, but it's a, a very nice adventure novel telling the story of two friends. Interesting.
0: So, where do you see yourself in five years?
1: Oh, in five years. Uh... I dream of running a company with a positive cash flow, solid financed, and um, having a lot of enthusiastic um, Wer fans.
0: Last question in the launch round, Patrick, what does the future of crowdfunding look like? Oh I haven 't thought about this, but
1: uh, I think I consider crowdfunding as a very creative form. Of uh, financing um, a risky project because uh, it's so difficult to find investors. I really see it as a as a important uh, way of financing creative projects. Uh, I don't think this 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 trend will fade. No, certainly not.
0: Patrick, you've been great. Please give our audience your pitch. Tell them what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should go buy a Werenbach Space Rocket watch. Yeah, I had to create this watch because I was so much
1: thrilled by the idea of bringing space to the wrist. And this is why I went to Kazakhstan to, to collect those parts and made a watch which is much more authentic than any other watch because it's true, it's not just a marketing story, it's real. And you can see it on the, on the dial. And uh, yes, buy the watch now. It's, it's really a super price and um, it will help us to build up our company to go into the future. And uh, yes, buy the watch on Kickstarter and uh,
0: our campaign ends on the 29th of May. Thank you for supporting us. Patrick, thank you so much for being on the show. Audience, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofakickstart.com for all of the show notes, a full transcript, and links. to We talked about everything today. And, of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Backerkit. Patrick, thank you so much for being on Art of the Kickstart. Thank you, too. It was a pla- uh, an honor. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.